Welcome to the Geo Show. I am your host and master of ceremonies, GOP. And the big news is Indiana Jones is back. Since his last film in 2008, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is a bit of a... I don't know what word I'd use to describe it, but Indiana Jones is now back as there is a Disney-led project which is planning to be released in 2022. And... I personally am very excited. I don't have the highest expectations, but I'm definitely excited to see Indiana Jones back on the big screen again. There's been a lot of talks of what's going to be happening. There's an expected release day of July 29th, 2022. The director is James Mangold. Now, I have to be honest, I'm not familiar with his work. Uh, John Williams is returning to score the film, which is fantastic. Harrison Ford is said to return as Indiana Jones, which is also fantastic. And the, his female companion for the film is said to be Phoebe Walker-Bridge. So very exciting to hear all this news about Indiana Jones. And of course, I thought I had to cash in on this new discussion of the character. So I'd like to reach into the Geo Show vault and present one of the older pieces from my show, which comes from a short-lived, I guess, kind of spin-off called the Jackson Geo Show. I started this show back in very early 2020 before, well, the world went to shit. And it was kind of a co-production between me and a good friend of mine, Jackson Chevrolet Sully, and we would just talk about whatever we wanted. And it was a great show. It was really more of a podcast of just two guys shooting the shit and it was just an overall fantastic show we recorded about 12 25 30 minute episodes which is fantastic and uh, we had the chance to talk about indiana jones long before sequel talk was happening well maybe not anyway we're reaching into the geo show vault to present this special episode of the jackson geo show is this just a lazy excuse to reuse content? Yes, but actually no. Anyway, please enjoy Jackson Geo Show on Indiana Jones. The Geo Show. 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 Hello there. Hello. Hello there, and uh, we're uh, we're happy to have you here for the Jackson Geo Show. Welcome Again. to our place. Welcome to my house. Yes, we're uh, here back for another ep- episode three. Yes. Now, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to deflate the elephant in the room before we start. Mm-hmm. You know, we're recording here. It's a zoo. There's a huge elephant. It's behind massive. Us. And it's disgust. It smells disgusting. Oh, great! Uh, it's doing there a mating call again. There it goes. Look, we we need to talk about this elephant in the room. This should technically be episode four. Yeah, but it's not. It's episode three because we we did an episode uh, four. I mean, we did episode uh, two, and then we did episode three, so this should be four. And we were going to release, we released episode three first. Yes. We swapped the order. Because I accidentally deleted episode 
technically episode two. You hate to see it. Yeah, it it it, it, it will, I, hopefully. I'm not. Why am I saying hopefully? It will not happen again. No, of course not. We. I am going to be hopefully editing this out right after we're done recording. It happens. So we don't have to worry about that. So that is technically a lost episode that will never be found. Do not worry. The Ooh. topics will be transferred yes. to not this episode, but to another episode. And there'll be some references in that ep- in episode two that will make sense because yes. of... Yeah. So you'll you'll see when it happens. You'll see when it happens. But we are here... For this episode, we are doing a double length. Well, not double. It's technically second half double length. Yes, because we usually do like a general topic for like the first 20, 25 minutes, and then we go into our usual media segment. And for this episode, we are going to be reviewing a piece of media for... Double the show. Big whole media show. And each of us will have half the show to talk about our desired piece of media, whether it be a book, movie, TV show, cassette tape, pornography magazine. Correct. But I doubt that either of us have chosen that last option. I may have chosen the latest Sears catalog, but I guess I'm changing that. Well, Jackson's going to need some time to rethink, and let's Joke. put him on the spot. I have it. It is not the latest Sears catalog. It is instead what is... Um, I might extend it to a, a, a similar piece of media, maybe just to, to fill in some time. Although, I am currently underestimating myself as to how long I can talk about this certain subject. But is it I, a Zeller's catalog? It is not a Zeller's catalog, as it happens. I thought about it for a brief moment, mm-hmm. but is it is instead... Uh, one of my favorite uh, movie series ever, and that is uh, the Indiana Jones series. Ooh. And now, I grew up with these movies, mm-hmm. which is odd to say, considering they're all 80s films. But um, it was, it was, I dare say, one of the more unorthodox things for a, a, a child of, of uh, six, seven, eight years old to be watching and loving by the way. Well, I have to I have to uh I have to uh, break in and say I I actually grew up with the films in that same general no timeline kidding. because and I'm not sure if this is the same case for you, but I believe it was 2008 or 2007 when the fourth film came out Crystal Skull. That's right, Skull. 2008, you're right. And that's how I and I believe uh, that's how I got into it. So See, I was already familiar with all the films. Really? Yes, yes, yes. I, at, wow. at the point of being nine years old in 2008, I was familiar with the original trilogy. I always call that the original trilogy. And uh, I saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in the theaters. Oh, wow. And at the time, it was the most perfectest film I had ever seen in my life. But we'll get to that later. Ooh. Because I got to, I gotta, of course, start with uh, the, the first film in the series, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, I ended up seeing all the films in order. I, st- I started mm-hmm. with Raiders, and I ended, of course, saw King of Crystal Soul mm-hmm. in the theaters. 
and Temple of Doom and Last Crusade in between uh, both of those. So let's see. How can I? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and, and be nice and give the spoiler warning to this now 40-year-old franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark is 40 years old next year. That's awesome. Really? That's right. So uh, 1981, Jeez. I believe, was uh, when uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark came out. That's what it was called. The, the, the Every film after that has been Indiana Jones and the blank insert subtitle yes. here but the original film was just called Raiders of the Lost Ark not Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark but Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> so the premise of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark it starts out uh, with this amazing sequence uh, a brief maybe 15 20 minutes of uh, ooh, not even that if maybe maybe 15 10 15 minutes of uh, Alfred Molina is in uh, the first few uh, moments of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark yes uh, you may know Alfred Molina from uh, Spider-Man 2 when yes, he played, he played Doc Dr. Doc. Octopus yes so he's actually also might I add this is a very weird fact but I think for the longest time because uh, when Spider-Man 2 came out, they made uh, Lego sets, and they yes, technically they made uh, a figure of him. Lego Alfred Molina. Yes, and they also, when Indiana Jones came out, they also made a Lego they figure did him again. of Alfred Molina yeah. in, twenty. Oh, I guess, maybe 30 years in the past. So for the longest time, he was the only actor in Lego have two is that right? figures. Oh, that's yes. cool. And I think that's definitely changed now. I think it was like... I think somebody has taken that role again. Has Harrison Ford had both Indiana Jones and Han Solo? Technically, yes. But that is hilarious to me. That that such a minor role from yeah. such an old movie got that title. That's beautiful. It is cool. Eh? So Raiders of the Lost Ark starts off with, uh, I believe our heroes are uh, in the Amazon jungle. Mm-hmm. And they're going to obtain this golden idol. And uh, if you're... If you're familiar enough with most notable scenes in movies, this sequence ends with him being chased by a giant boulder. Yes. And, uh, and he, then, he then encounters the, the antagonist of the film, the main antagonist named... Uh, uh, they, they go, he goes by Belloc. Yes. Um, ah, it's, I, I can't quite recall what his whole name is, but they call him Belloc. And, um, God, I, I could quote so much from Raiders... Ah, uh, hang on. Let me let me give you one. He he encounters Belloc and he goes, um, Doctor Jones. Again, we see there is nothing you can possess which I cannot take away. And then and then he hands him over the idol. And he's like, too bad the Ovidos. There's just like tribe that he's uh, that he's. Uh, oh, what's the word I'm thinking of? I guess he's just hired or yes. influenced this tribe to to you know fight for his cause whatever that cause would be for a man like Belloc yeah and he's and uh, Indy hands him the idol and he's like too bad the Hovitos that's the tribe the Hovitos he's like too bad the Hovitos don't know you the way I do Belloc and he's like yes too bad you could warn them if only you spoke Hovitos he turns around he goes Akanamotuso Havata and then he starts running away, and then he goes, whoosh, whoosh, and then they chase after him. Uh-huh. And then, uh, <laughs> and then he, he 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 gets to his plane with his with his uh, pilot. He start he's getting chased by these tribes people, and he's shouting at Jock, his pilot, to start the plane. He gets in oh, the plane, yeah. and guy, uh, I gotta see. I'm quoting the whole thing for time's sake. I'll refrain. <laughs> I could quote these movies <laughs> all day long. But anyways, um, the uh, the premise of the film, he gets he gets approached by these two gentlemen to acquire the lost Ark of the Covenant, mm-hmm. which uh, is supposed to have this this ancient power um, uh, of evil. 
great evil, great power to make uh, any army that uh, holds the Ark invincible and uh, set in World War II. Uh, Adolf Hitler is after this. Mm-hmm. And so the 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 um, goons of the franchise, well, most of the franchise, are, uh, are the Nazis. So he's, he's fighting the Nazis right. throughout all this. And so that's it. So he's got to go on this quest, find the Ark, and uh, and prevent uh, the Fuhrer from acquiring said Ark. Yes. And uh, along the way, he uh, encounters um, uh, Marion Ravenwood, uh, one uh, who I am as quickly as I possibly can uh, finding out who <laughs> plays. Uh, I got to... I gotta f- Mm, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's on the tip of my tongue. Come on. Kate Blanchett. There we are. There. Okay. That took way too long. So Kate Blanchett plays Ravenwood, Marion Ravenwood, and she comes along with him uh, on this quest. Mm-hmm. And um, they uh, end up finding the Ark with uh, the help of uh, Sala, one of uh, Indy's friends. But uh, then, of course, they they get found out. The ark gets taken back, and they're uh, they're uh, they're tied to this big pole and watching this big ceremony with uh, Belloc, who uh, who uh, doesn't want to, the Fuhrer to have all the power. After all, he wants all the power. Yes. And um, lo and behold, he opens the ark, um, and it's empty. But then something happens, and and these spirits start coming out of the ark. And it's like, wow, this is. A, he's like, it's beautiful. And then they turned out to be very demonic, and they blow up his head. Yeah, and they all melt. And they all melt. The infamous face melting scene. Uh, man, that I loved that as a kid. That was the craziest thing, and it was just kind of like. It, you think of it now, they kind of look like plasticine models. They do, kind too. Kind of under a lighter. Yeah. But I think that's what makes the scene so great. I love it. Oh, um, and of course, Raiders of the Lost Ark also includes one of the most uh, famous, I suppose, yeah, most famous scenes in movie history when he's facing off the swordsman and the swordsman's spinning his sword around and he just pulls out his gun and shoots him. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I love that. It's just, it, it just... It kind of summarizes Harrison Ford's character, yes. just of like he just doesn't take anything; he just shoots him. And, and it, it was so nonchalant oh, like that too. It's such a beautiful scene. Which brings us to um, the prequel, Temple of Doom, which I didn't know for a very long time was a prequel, but it is indeed a prequel to yep. Raiders of the Lost Ark, and that title was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And uh, that starts out uh, in uh, in China, where he's uh, exchanging some uh, ancient ashes for some cash. That goes awry, and um, he then brings uh, the I suppose you could call it the the Indiana Jones movie love interest as uh, as almost like a James Bond esque vibe. That yes. um, what's her name? Her name is Willie. That's her stage name. Uh, played by Kate Capshaw, who then went on to marry uh, Steven Spielberg, one of really? the makers of the films. And uh, that premise uh, of that film is the, they encounter this um, this uh, Indian village that is in ruins, and uh, the, the village people are still there. And uh, they say uh, an ancient evil has, has come along, has upon the village when these people from this very prestigious palace came and took these three sacred rocks uh, from uh, from this, uh, I dare not call it a shrine, I'll just call it a display. And, um, and then evil came and, and, and 
and wiped out the village, wiped out all the all the green, all life of the village. They took their children. They mm-hmm. took all the children. And so that's the premise of the film there. They're going to Pankot Palace, which is what it was called. Yes. And uh, they're getting these stones back. And there's a, there's a thuggy cult uh, underneath all of it that's, uh, that's using, using these children to uh, dig this in this mine, to find these final Sankara stones. That's what they're called, <laughs> Sankara yes. stones. And um, it, Temple of Doom, throughout the uh, sequence, because you know they get these children out of there. Yes. They free the slave children. And uh, that sequence of freeing those children has has one of, if not my favorite piece of musical score in any film ever. I, I highly encourage you you go out and and listen to it. It's uh, the the score for Temple of Doom is on Spotify. It's called uh, Slave Children's Crusade, the particular piece. It's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, oh, Temple of Doom also includes a, a very notable bit where uh, this guy's getting lowered into a pit of lava and he just keeps saying, "Oh, Joshi boy, oh, Joshi boy, oh, Joshi boy." That's a very common phrase around my household. but um, And I also believe, and I'm not sure if I'm bringing this up or spoiling the rest of your piece, ah, but it up. also includes a scene where I, I, I forget the main villain's name. Oh, uh, um... Uh, Molaram, that's yes, his name. Yes, where he uh, rips somebody's heart out. That's the same sequence, yes. Oh, gee, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, that, I love practical effects. And yes. that was done. There's the uh, Molaram. He puts his hand in this man's torso and pulls out his heart, and it gets on fire. Hmm. But you best believe, again, they get these slave children out of there. In each indie movie, there's a there's a kind of a second-in-command kind of guy yeah. who uh, always has a very horrific demise. And uh, in, in Temple of Doom, this man w- was... was uh, Oh, he was flattened. Oh. <laughs> he was very much pancaked. Um, but, uh, of course, they... Molaram meets his end. Yes. And, um, oh, meanwhile, Short Round is in this Oh, yes, film. yes. Oh, man, how could I have forgotten? One of the most entertaining characters in, in a film ever. He's just a little kid... Who uh, who Indy takes care of, and he comes along on this journey. He's he's such a great fella. Oh, he, he was also in uh, Goonies, and his name is K Hyun K Kwan. I really hope I'm saying that right because he's fantastic. He was in uh, he was in Goonies. He's very fun. And life returns to the village. The children return. They bring one of the stones back, and uh, and all ends well. Which brings us to my personal favorite uh, of the original trilogy, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. We open with young Indy played by River Phoenix, which uh, which was a phenomenal phenomenal casting, phenomenal job from River Phoenix. And uh, you learn some of his backstory. He's uh, he's in like a scouts scouts troop. Yes. And uh, he's just exploring a little bit, and he runs into these three uh, three gentlemen, three or five, no, five or six gentlemen, which they mention later. This sequence um, on a train, right? It does end up on a train. Yes. Okay. That's that's how. So I remember. these three, okay. these five, six gentlemen are are. Uh, Searching for this cross of Coronado, which they find, mm-hmm. and uh, the I suppose you could have said leader of this particular group. Funny enough, is wearing Indy's hat, and huh. so you know 
they uh, Indy takes this cross. They chase after him uh, on the train, and uh, and he gets back home and he sees his dad. And they come back. They get the cross back anyways. But uh, the mean the main guy of this group is pretty nice about it. And he gives him his hat, so you find out where he got his hat from. And um, then the sequence goes into him getting the the, the cross back. Um, and then each film has kind of been set up with a kind of side mission. And then we know the main mission of the film, which in Last Crusade he's met. Um, by a man who also was in Star Wars. Uh, the character in question is, uh, his name is Walter Donovan, and uh, phenomenally, phenomenally, phenomenally played by um, uh, Julian, yes, Julian Glover, uh, who was also in Star Wars. And the main premise of that film is they're chasing after the Holy Grail. Ooh. Yeah, like the, the, the treasure of all treasures, pretty much. And so uh, he... And uh, Denholm Elliott, who plays uh, Marcus Brody in the movies, they go to uh, Italy in search of uh, their project leader. And Indiana Jones was like, oh, yeah, you got the wrong, wrong Jones here, man. Why don't you try my father? He's like, we tried. Your father is the man who's gone missing. So while they're looking for the Holy Grail, they're also on a mission to find uh, Henry Jones the first. Sean Connery. Sean freaking Connery. Who they find, and turns out uh, the love interest, uh, Elsa, who uh, was played by uh, Allison Duty. Uh, she she's also phenomenal. She turns out to be uh, she turns out to be in the cahoots with the Nazis. Yes, traitor. The Nazis are back, and uh, and uh, Julian Glover. He's not uh, quite a Nazi, but he's still the antagonist. He's revealed to be the antagonist. He wants the Grail all to himself, and so they go on the grand adventure. Um, which again, I wish I could sit here and quote all of it, but but we don't have the time. But um, the the film, the climax of the film at, at the very end. Oh, by the way, the the second in command guy meets his end after falling off a cliff in a tank, which Ooh. is fun. Um, the uh, climax of the film, they all meet in uh, in the canyon of the crescent moon in this big palace, and um, and uh, Julian Glover's character of uh, Walter Donovan, he friggin' shoots Sean Connery, and we're like, huh, nah. And so he now now Harrison Ford has to go and find this grail, and uh, he finds the grail. He finds a, a, a knight, an ancient knight there, who's still alive somehow, <laughs> extremely old, as you can imagine. And uh, in this room, he's in this room guarding the grail, and on, like, a big table, there's a bunch of grails there, and when uh, when uh, Walter Donovan and Elsa follow Indy into this room, they're like, "Well, which one? Which one is it?" And so the knight says, uh, oh, "What does he say?" He says, uh, "You have to choose, but choose wisely, for the true Grail will give you life; the false Grail will take it from you." And so he's like, "Well, I don't know what it looks like." And Elsa's like, "Well, let me choose. I'll pick it. I know which one it is." And he's like, okay, cool. And so she picks up what what is believed to be the Grail. It's not the right Grail. And interesting about this in, this particular sequence where she picks up the Grail in the corner, in like the bottom right corner of the scene, mm -hmm. you can see her look at Harrison Ford and shake her head no. She's indicating she knows she picked the wrong grail. And so, as you can imagine, he drinks from the grail, and he turns very old and shatters into a million tiny pieces as a skeleton. Ooh! And to the surprise of nobody, Harrison Ford picks up the right grail. 
and he drinks out of it. He's all good. They save Sean Connery, and they ride off into the sunset. My favorite Indiana Jones film. And then King of the Crystal Stole came out in 2008, and I saw it in the theaters, and I thought it was okay, but now I'm actually realizing that it was actually terrible, and I really don't want to talk about it. Jeez. There we go. You know, I'm going to have to be honest, and I don't know if this is maybe nostalgia blinding me as this is a big thing that came out when I was a kid. I, I think Crystal Skull, although not on the same tier as the original three Indiana Jones movies, is still a decent movie nonetheless. I can agree with that. I, I think, think I, I, I can get on that because as as good as I think I'm, I'm ha- apparently, and I'm not sure. Apparently, there's there's a another film. Yes, at the there moment. is a fifth one coming out soon. Apparently, it's supposed. I'm not sure if it's going to be an actual theatrical thing. I read somewhere it's supposed to be Disney Plus, which doesn't Aww. really sound that good to me because I feel like those are movies that you need to experience yeah. in a theatrical setting. Oh, they'll. I'd be a little. I'd be shocked if they didn't release that theatrically. But I am. I I have to say it's I'm I'm not I'm not sure about this new one because I do think I mean Harrison Ford is a little old so yeah. I'm not sure if he'll be able to pull off all the stunts He's that he certainly has in the more past. Uh, I don't know if he's gone on record saying that he 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 prefers Indiana Jones over Han Solo but uh, from what I've heard, that's the case. He, he he loves Indiana Jones, which is understandable. He's the lead yes. guy. Yes. You know. Um but uh I'm sure he's uh, he's not forcing himself to do these, and, and you know I'm sure he, I would hope that he loves to do them. Oh, definitely. And you know, again, being the lead guy, I imagine you'd want to keep being that lead guy. And uh, I imagine that was the case when he signed on to do a, a fourth Indiana Jones film. Which, looking back, uh, again, I thought it was amazing when I first saw it in theaters. Not quite the case. I uh, I have feelings about it. I have mixed feelings about it. Um, I like Shia LaBeouf. I actually do like Shia LaBeouf in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Prior to his, uh, he will not divide us mental breakdown. Uh, That's right. You know what? He's picking, he's picking it up. He's turning over new, he's pulling an Adam Sandler, which I'm very happy about. Excellent. And, um, yeah, what was that? Oh yeah. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull also had maybe the best, uh, second in command demise out there. The guy gets eaten alive by ants. Oh yeah. That's in the mud pit. It's gross, but I love it. Oof. It's definitely the mo- one of the more creative ones. But will Sh- if they do make it for this fifth film, do you think Shia LaBeouf will be possibly... Maybe. I don't know what they could possibly do. Uh, it was a cool ending in, in, in Crystal Skull. You know, you find out that... Uh, that they are father and son. You know, I thought that was cool. You know, Kate Capshaw and... Well, Marion Ravenwood, of course, made the return, and then yeah. they got married in that movie, which I thought was nice. I thought that was a very cool way to end it. Um, I I would very much like to see uh, what, what what Shia LaBeouf would be doing in, in a fifth Indiana Jones film. I would like to see possibly, and I think it would be interesting, a return of the character, but not as a sidekick for the entire film. Because I like yeah, the idea maybe of a each, more major role. Yeah, I like the idea of with each film, there's almost like even though Marion was in, uh, I believe she was in film film one basically. Yes, and uh, and fourth film as well. I like the idea of having characters return, but not having them be on the screen as the main yes. sidekick, but having like someone new each time. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kingdom of Crystal Skull was full of references too. 
it was full of references, of course, bringing back Kate Capshaw. Oh, I, I imagine that was for more than a reference, of course. Yeah. She played a very major part in that movie. Yeah. I think there was a sequence where... Uh, at the very beginning, they they're in the big warehouse where they store all these treasures that he's found. Yeah, and uh, and there's like a big getaway. They smash some boxes, and one of the boxes has the ark in it, <laughs> which I thought was kind of neat. Um, oh, the movie's such a mess. Though. One scene Oof. that I remember seeing, and I, I somewhat I I enjoy this scene in a somewhat ironic sense, yeah. just because of how odd it was. And I think I'm 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 99 sure this is Crystal Skull. But there's the bomb shelter town. Yeah, that's the and one. And he has to go, and it's yeah. like basically a bomb testing, and then he goes into like hides in a fridge. Yeah, that's and the one. <laughs> that's such a weird scene that I just oh, I, I think, and I've only I have that I've that have that has reached reach right into what I didn't know mm -hmm. I had in my brain. I did not know I had that scene on memory. <laughs> but I just just suddenly thinking of this movie because oh my goodness, I have to give that I have to give all of them a rewatch. I haven't watched them oh, I, in the longest I time. I recommend it. You won't oh, be sorry. <laughs> I I agree with that. I had like 2000 and and it must have been 2008. It was definitely not two, 2009. It was did that movie come Crystal Skull? Crystal Skull? Was, 2008. Okay, yeah, so I'm not going insane. But that was just that was the peak of I remember the first time I watched Indiana Jones. It was the weirdest experience. Don't worry, I got the full we we reset it to record on VHS on our uh, on our in our kitchen TV, which was a, one of those big boob tubes that had like a VCR <laughs> at the bottom, TV at the top. Recorded it off TV, but the recording had one of those. You know, on when you're on the TV selection where it has the channel and it has like the screen of what's playing on the channel yeah. at the top left corner, and at the bottom it shows with the TV. Yeah. That's how the whole recording was. <laughs> so it was not a pleasant view. Experience and that was, I believe, it uh, was. It wouldn't uh, have been a pleasant viewing experience if it was full screen. Yeah, it was Temple of Doom. Never mind. Yes, it was Temple, of, not Crystal Skull. It was Temple of oh Doom. Oh my goodness! But it was, uh, it was such, it was so great watching the movie, and I just loved it. And I remember afterwards we went to garage sales and I got the, I got four tapes. I got not just a two Indiana Jones. I got Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then I got two other classic movies. Uh, I got Batman, the Michael Keaton one, ah, and Batman Returns. Choice. So it was excellent. almost like I watched after those those movies. I was probably too young. I was probably too young to watch all of them. <laughs> but still, those movies were fantastic, and it was the longest time. And then I finally saw on TV uh, the final one. Um, not the final one, but I saw... Last Crusade, we just talked about this, and I'm already <laughs> going up. I watched Last Crusade off TV, uh, and then we rented um, Crystal Skull from the library, and that was an interesting experience. If I had to, which is probably a good way to end this segment, if I had to maybe rank them all and give them a score, four would yes. definitely be Crystal Skull. I would probably give that like a six out of ten, which I think is being generous. That's very generous. Um Third would probably be Temple of Doom. I would give that like an eight, though. I freaking love Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is hilarious, too. Uh, Kate Capshaw is amazing. And uh, two, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, I'd give that like a nine. And, and Last Crusade gets a perfect 10 out of 10 in my books. You are going to hate me for this. Oh, uh, On my list of movies, I'm going to... Uh, Crystal Skull gets four. Yeah. 
I will would give. Oh, you're going to hate me for this. I put, even though the rest of these are 10 out of 10s for me, but I would put it in the order that they were released. I would do... Fair enough. Last Crusade, Raiders, or uh, I guess chronological order. Last Crusade, Raiders, and then Temple yeah, of Yeah, you like Temple of Doom the most? I, I like... I respect, respect. Seeing yeah. that as the first one, and I just, there's so many things I just love about that movie, and I have to watch it again. So it, it's so, it's, it's. I just, I love the ending. Yeah. The, and I'm not, where the whole minecart scene... Yeah, Down in the mud. Fun, it's and such then a when he fun saves them, film. And then the scene when they're going over the bridge, I just that sticks out into my mind as the perfect ending movie with the, the perfect climax, the perfect ending, the perfect characters. And well, maybe not perfect characters. They yeah, pretty darn in, close. In a way, they're perfectly written, and it's just oh, Molaram, prepare to meet Kali in hell, and then he. Cuts Chops the bridge. The bridge. In half. Oh. <laughs> He's telling him, he says to well, what does he say to, to short round? Oh, he says something in Chinese. Uh he says uh Lao Shi, something like that. I hope I didn't butcher that. I'm I trying to so. quote it's the extent of my um wait a second. It might have been Japanese. Yikes. Yikes. Oof. You know well, what? It was Japanese. Disregard, because I remember him saying Something about a Jap- the Japanese bombing raid. Well, it was Japanese. We'll check. Will Jackson be canceled by the time we return to the second <laughs> part of the broadcast? Find out. The Geo Show. Geo Show. The Geo Show. The Geo Show. And if you're looking for a good hands-off coffee experience in the Ottawa area, look no further than the Daily Grind Coffee Company. All their brews are made by machine, no human contact. Since 2018, Daily Grind Coffee Company has been providing Starbucks quality coffee at a Tim Hortons price. Find them online at thedailygrindcoffeecompany.ca.